do you notice you've never actually met a president? Like you've never spent an hour face to face having a conversation with a president. Why are all presidents related in one way or another? Like Obama is actually related to George Bush. We're going to get into this whole leadership role on today's episode of Perspectives. What's going on everyone out there listening? Thank you very much for joining and listening to today's episode of Perspectives. My name is Murky, that's with an E, not a U, and I got a really, really special one for you guys tonight. I've been gone for a week, I was sick, my voice left, and my nose was very stuffy. It's still a little bit stuffy, but not as bad. I just didn't want to be talking and half of you not able to understand me so I took the week off but I'm back and I've got a I've got a mouthful of things to talk about um it's going to be a pretty interesting episode I'm not going to lie it's going to have a lot of top secret classified information involved so it's going to be interesting for the people who don't have this information or haven't heard about this this stuff yet it's not gonna be easy to understand if you have no knowledge of how the leadership and authority roles work in this world uh you're not gonna take whatever i say and fully consider it because some people just haven't been exposed to that side of the world. So I'm going to give you a couple different perspectives of how humans view these people in leadership positions as presidents and as leaders or prime ministers, whatever you want to call them. Again, keep in mind, I'm not trying to make anybody change their whole political view. If you're a Republican or a Democrat or a liberal or a fascist and whatever you are, you can keep being whatever you are. I'm just trying to give you the perspective so that after the episode, you can think a little bit and say, wow, maybe my perspective is actually right or My perspective is probably a bit different than this other person's perspective. But with all that said, I think we should just get right into it. Like I said, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot. But bear with me and trust me, it'll be worth it. The next episode after this one, I'm going to have a guest on. And it'll also be... A very interesting episode. I've been working on different things while I couldn't talk. So I have a good amount of content coming up. So, presidents. We've been exposed to different kinds of presidents in the past 10 to 20 years. Very different, very unique type of leaders that have shown us 
what these leadership roles are capable of. I think people always viewed that whole presidency and political side of the United States as something that wasn't really affecting every single person's daily life. And some people still look at it like that. Some people think that, oh, well, it could be Donald Duck in the president's chair and I wouldn't care because nothing happens to me. You know, um, anybody could sit in that chair and lead the United States into whatever they want to lead it into. And I could care less because I'm still getting to work. I'm still paying my car. I'm still taking my kids to school and I'm still doing everything that I do and none of it can affect me. I could say that that is partially true and it was very true but recently I feel like it's very it's very dangerous to think that way because we're in the position that anything that our leader or the United States president says or does can can put us in a position of war, of downfall, of depression, literally making America a third world country something that a lot of people think is almost impossible so the average person the everyday person that you know loves their president whether it's Trump Obama Bush Clinton um, Kennedy whoever it was or, or is these people seem to gravitate towards all the benefits that the leaders or the presidents give us and all the good things all the positive things and no matter what they can't do anything wrong so they claim that presidents go by what we need as citizens that presidents have our best interests in mind at all times and before they do anything they think about how it'll affect every single United States citizen. They also think that the presidents react to what we want. So if something's wrong in the United States and we do something like a protest or we um, fight back in one way or another or we demonstrate one way or another, that the president will eventually see that and change his ways or change the ways of whatever it is that we were trying to change that they react to what we want the average person also feels like the president is chosen by us the people through a voting process they firmly believe that if they vote on the voting days they will be able to choose by that vote if the majority votes for that person, for that president, that they get to choose who they will have as a leader for the next four years. They firmly believe that. 
They also believe that the president himself, I say himself because there hasn't been a woman president, and there's a reason for that. There's a very, very good reason that there hasn't been a woman president yet because I'll get into that later. But they believe that the president himself decides whether to do or not to do something. That he has full authority and chooses what he wants to do when he wants to do it and he'll do it no matter what he'll you know talk to his peers and his associates and blah 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 but he will choose at the end what he wants to do these people see the president as very valuable and we've all met them we've met the you know the, the people who Oh, man, I love the way that Obama took care of uh, Ebola. Ebola was so bad, and Obama reacted perfectly, and he knew what he was doing. And, oh, yes, Trump was so smart. He he sure told her of her mistakes. And we've met these people who believe that the presidents are so valuable and so trustworthy. They look at presidents as very valuable and very trustworthy men that they put their full confidence in. What the president says is also taken into full consideration and it's not really questioned by these people. They're like fanatics and fans. They feel like the president is more of a celebrity and a role model, an idol, Instead of a person who's supposed to be leading and pushing positive things into the minds and brains of the everyday person. They don't they don't care about questioning whatever he says. They don't care about anything. They just take whatever the person does or says and they accept it. They take it as if it's like guidance. They're being guided by a man who they've never really met, who they've only seen on TV and only heard about whatever he said on the news and heard him say a couple speeches on YouTube. They've never really met him and shook his hand and, and talked to him to see where his mind is really at, to see if he's even an actual person. They, but they, they feel like they are guided into a certain direction. So that's like the basics and a little bit detailed version of the person who loves their president, trusts their president. Now I'm going to give you the more skeptical side, the skeptical person or... The, the the person who questions the president and a lot of people can um would call this a person like this a conspiracy theorist or uh, uh crazy or someone who thinks too much but that's why there's two different people is because there's one that fully trusts there's one that doesn't trust that doesn't want the president to be known or seen as the leader so this skeptical person 
questions whether the president is taking steps to to be accepted by everyone or to actually help everyone so i think we saw a lot with obama and trump these presidents did things that weren't done before in history and instead of it helping out the the United States in a in, in general or in a whole, it more helped out them and their image, what they were viewed as. They did things and passed laws so that the majority of the people could say, oh, cool, he did that, nice, I like him, he's cool, he's smart, he knows what he's doing. Instead of it being something that benefited the the. Well, yeah, the world, they just did things that benefited their image for the future. Some people still, you know, want Obama to, if he doesn't come back as a president, then, you know, go into leadership positions as a United Nations member. Some people are still waiting for Trump to come back as president in 2024 and 2024 is going to be a very big year for things but let me not get off topic um so they the what was i the skeptical person also feels like the president more so takes orders and really just goes by what the higher ups tell him they also feel like the president isn't really voted for like we can do the whole voting process so that it looks like we're actually choosing the president but the president is actually already chosen beforehand by people who are in higher authority than the president himself or than anybody in the political agenda or the political realm they also believe that presidents have to push a worldwide agenda in different forms that there's this huge thing going on and they want the the whole world to have this specific way of life and way of being and that the president is there to push that way of life and that way of being. These people also feel like they see through the president's acts and their fake persona, you know, like the, the smiling and the waving the we have it all under control you know, give us two weeks the we want to do this and that but meet with people who want the opposite like we want peace over here and we want peace over there and we don't want we don't want war with anyone and we don't want anybody having missiles but then they meet with the person who has the second most missiles in the world so they they see these things and they don't see the president as a trustworthy person he's not really valued not a valuable person at all this happens because they see the president as someone who doesn't really speak the truth doesn't talk about the truth some people claim that oh trump always said it how it was and the truth here, truth there. Trump never, 
you know, held anything back and, and trumped this and trumped that. But if you start thinking about what he was saying half the time, it was things that were irrelevant to our future. Any any positive thing that could come out of his lectures or speeches, it was just small, tiny things that really would not be something that you could look at and say, wow, this person is very honest. This person is is extremely trustworthy. So they don't they never they never see that out of a president. Um, the skeptical person also realizes he's never actually met the guy to speak to him face to face or ask questions face to face. They've never been in the position that's there's there's a reason for that also but the these people also believe that the president is more of a puppet and not a master a puppet and not a leader i feel like everybody should do their own research and and this is a good thing for for people to go look up themselves um you can go back to Clinton, you can go back to Bush, you can go back to Obama and Trump. They all have this certain thing that they do. And I'm not going to say every single um, press conference or speech that they give, but in the majority, like 90% of their speeches or press conferences, they have this certain habit that they do with their hand. Most of the time it's with their left hand. And... Some people might say, oh, yeah, that's just the way they are. That's just the way they are. But it's something symbolic that will really open your eyes as to what kind of men these people actually are. You'll find it after you watch maybe two or three clips of, of each one talking. And uh, you can leave it in the comments um, if you figure something out or if you think you've caught on to these habits of these men. But anyway, um, they, you know, these people, they, they see these habits. They listen to every single word and they try to analyze every single word that the president spits out there. They realize that sometimes the president's have said um oh they're not allowed to do this they're not allowed to do that and that just shows that they aren't really the ones in control that they're more of a mouthpiece it just shows that the president depends on other leaders through organizations and positions that they're involved with to tell him what's next what does he have to do next what does he have to say next and you know, what agenda has to be pushed. That's basically the the other side, the skeptical side, the side that doesn't trust, the side that doesn't believe in the whole, you know, pick your leader thing and um, the opposite of the person who completely believes that the president is the leader who has earned his spot and deserves to be that leader. Now, I'm going to say right away, 
I'm the person who is skeptical, but it's not because I just see the president as this untrustworthy person who I will never trust and they're all the same and they they don't care about us and all these things for me my perspective it's more of it's very personal because I started learning about the things I'm going to talk about right now at a very young age and um, I didn't really give it a second thought as soon as i started learning all these things for some reason my brain took it as wow this is the truth and i kind of strayed away from it for a little bit but once i realized that yeah it really was the truth i went back to it and i started um, learning more so i don't get you guys confused i'm just gonna go ahead and start talking about it the way that i see it is that these presidents are more of the people who are put on this whole world stage for us to look at and get used to having a leader, having a person who tells us what's right and what's wrong and what we should do next. I see the president as someone who is completely false and a fraud all these presidents say the same thing they want peace they want peace they would like peace and they wouldn't want war they don't want anybody killing on the streets they don't want people and they don't want gang members who have grown up in the streets to they want them all to stop killing each other and and they don't want more violence no more violence no more violence please Gun control, please. Gun control, gun control. But they fund corporations that help women get rid of their unborn children. So they don't want you to kill each other in the street. But if you want to kill each other in the clinic, then you can. And they take pride in the killing of murderers and terrorists, whatever you want to call them. They love to talk about how they finally killed Sudan and... How they, they got Osama. Yeah, we killed them. Like they should be praised for it. But when you look closely, you see that he's no better than them. How are you going to tell us to not kill each other on the streets and all that when you send millions to kill other millions every now and then and then you announce it like it's something awesome? what what is that that's that's hypocrisy so you're telling me how to live my life through love and not violence but then in in 2 weeks you go and you send a couple nukes over here or missiles over there and kill a bunch of babies who were already starving to death what that does to us is it makes us dull to the fact that death is real and it's here. So we don't value life anymore. We don't we don't we don't value it. We don't think we just think, oh well, he's dead. She's dead. They're all dead. It's death. It happens. Oh well. 
so I want to explain where do presidents come from they aren't random men who work their way up by being community service members and doing so much for their states and all that stuff I'm gonna be straight up and blunt with it they come from bloodlines from the third step off of the top of the pyramid there's a pyramid I'm sure you have all seen it it's everywhere it's it's the symbol it's the the international symbol that they use to communicate with each other but it's also in a whole bunch of corporations and blah 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 but it symbolizes a lot of different things but for now I'll explain what it means to the people on the top of that pyramid in a future episode I'll talk about the pyramid in full so that we could see what people see it as but basically there's a set of people on the second to the top step of the pyramid these people divide themselves into 13 bloodlines now as I said earlier these are the things that I learned as at a very very young age grew up knowing these things and studying these things every now and then and so that's why it's so familiar in my head um, but as I said a million times before, you can check me out. You can research all these things. If you want to um, contact me directly, you can. And I will send you. It's like a 300-page document on these people. But I'll send it to you and you can try and read it. It's not a fun read. It talks a lot about <laughs> well things that are important to know but it's not fun i'm not gonna lie to you and say that it's a fun book or a fun document it's just not but as i said in a future episode i'll talk about the whole pyramid um these 13 bloodlines they go back to the days of the canaanites if you don't know who the canaanites were they're ancient evil people who come from the line of Canaan who comes from the line of Ham and I talked all about that in my work sucks episode so this is all the way back to the days of ancient Egypt they are the people who we don't know about we don't see them on TV they don't go around signing photographs because most of the time there aren't even photographs of them these families live deep, deep in the forests of Germany and of France and in the deserts of uh, Abu Dhabi or Saudi Arabia. Deep, deep in these countries where they own millions of acres so that you can't even get close to their gate that is five miles away from their mansions. This is... This is the reality. These are the people who are above the celebrity wealth, above the above the presidential wealth, above above the Bill Gates and Mark Zuckerberg and Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk wealth, way above them. They don't even think about wealth. All they think about is power now. They have so much wealth and they gained so much wealth throughout history that they don't think about that. They think about just pure power. How much more power can they get? 
These people are the shakers of the world. They move the world however they'd like. They've been given so much power for a long time. And it's the evil type of power, the dark kind of power, given by Satan himself. They come out of their dens every now and then to fix something that isn't going their way. But they usually only congregate with each other and they keep their bloodlines pure. What does that mean to keep their bloodlines pure? That means that they have children and those children are taught and raised in between those mansion walls on how to live, talk, walk, smile, handshake, run, all these things. And then when they're old enough, they have those same kids have kids, but only in the family, only in between them. There's 13 of these families, and I gave that description so that you could understand how much of a secret it is and how they keep themselves hidden. Now, under these families who have the real money and power in the world are a bunch of other families, bigger, more expanded families, more media-type families that have their houses deep in Montana and in the deserts of Utah and in the hills of New York. That's the difference is that these other families, they're not, they're not up there in power to understand what's actually going on. So they just go by what the 13 bloodlines tell them. And they don't, they don't question it because they understand that these 13 bloodlines have the power to move things in the world. It's like a chessboard. And the ones moving all the pieces are the 13 bloodlines. But I'll save that, like I said, for a, another episode. So basically, these more, these like, we could call it like 40 families that are under the 13 bloodlines. They execute the commands given by the higher ups, by the 13 bloodlines, who have all the power and provide the lower families with the fortune, the fame, the exposure, and periodically the presidency. These families are very close, and these are the ones who participate in the Bohemian Groves and the private Megalas and the behind the scenes balls. If you guys don't know what Bohemian Grove is, it's something very easy to look up that they don't hide it from us because. Like I said, they, these are the lower families. Obama is George Bush's eighth cousin. Thomas Jefferson and Abraham Lincoln, they're related. Bill Clinton, whose real name is William Jefferson Clinton. You can take a guess who he's third cousins with. What I'm trying to say is these people who we've been taught to look for as leaders were long ago chosen to do the things that they do. Some those, some people don't see anything wrong with that. Because if you have a president that comes from a line of, of people who have already been in leadership, oh, maybe they'll, maybe they'll be good leaders. But as we've seen in time and time again, these leaders have 
they always end up being negative. They end up being a negative leader. And what you'll get from a negative leader who ushers in a family member to be another leader will be the same thing. A negative leader. Some know that there's something very wrong with that. Because if you have a president who comes from a line of people who want to do harm to a nation or to the world in order to bring in a new world where the higher ups no longer have to be in secret and can be worshipped how they used to be worshipped in ancient Egypt, then you know the president is going to do anything possible to push that agenda all the way until he achieves what he was told to achieve. So these these cluster of people have one goal in mind. To get the whole world to hate each other, create as much chaos possible, and to create the most division amongst the people possible. To eventually destroy all the values and the love of life so that they could usher in their new world with one man on top governing the world and ruling over everyone that's the main goal that's also for another episode but these presidents are just here to influence us and make us get used to looking at one man to rule over us that's all it's for so just because they're the most recent ones let's talk about obama obama was put on the throne to do two things to bring about the realization of a sodomite spirit in America. He brought the realization of sodomy in America. And to make the United States exposed to the world's views on life. He let us see how the world views life. And how maybe we should view the world the same way as how the world views life. So before the U.S. was leading land, the nation that showed everyone how to prosper, that if you were a Bible-believing nation that started with the Bible and you lived by those values, you could prosper too. That's how America was. Obama exposed us to the world. We started really looking at other countries for guidance. Once Obama started talking about how we could work with China and we could work over here and over there, no matter what religion, race, or gender, etc., etc., before Obama, you never heard anything about no discrimination against color, religion, gender, race, this, and all those things that you hear nowadays. So he accomplished those two things. He legalized sodomy and... He promoted the world's views into America. Trump did something worse. Trump, Trump, <laughs> he gained trust. That's the worst thing that could happen to us as the lower people looking up at somebody who's a human. He gained trust. He gained our trust. And the ones who we didn't gain trust from, he's gaining their trust now. So Trump gained trust trump came out swinging he was the guy who all the christians who don't really read their bibles trusted 
or trust. He defended Israel, made Israel the capital. He talked about Jesus at some of his rallies. And he held a Bible up to next to a church in that picture. And he never gave up a, never gave up a fight. And he would argue his defense. And he was so patriotic. So he got the trust of that lukewarm Christian. He got the trust of the redneck rebels and he got the trust of the black small business owners and he got the trust of the oil industry workers the cops and and north korea this is this is huge this is big this is a really big problem because <coughs> this guy was groomed this guy was was groomed if you don't know what groomed means in this in this way it's more it's more it's like when when you're growing up and you're asking questions to your to your dad and he's like giving you all the answers and and making you ready for adulthood that's kind of what was happening with trump throughout the years and they never they never hit it they never hit it it was always in plain sight he is the best actor there could ever be on earth he had a reality tv show did we all forget about that? Do you know what kind of acting skills you need to be able to even be on a reality TV show? It's not reality. I mean, there's nothing real, real about a reality TV show. So imagine to host one. Imagine hosting a reality TV show. This is what Trump did before he was president. They put him in the position of power and let him do his thing. Because they knew what they would do with the next president, Biden. They gave Trump like a diagram, a plan. We need you to get these things done. You could do it however you want to do it. But these things need to be done by the time you're done being president. And he did. He got all the trust from everyone. And now Biden's in there. The only ones who don't miss or trust Trump were the Biden supporters. We see how bad Biden is now and the lockdowns and and uh, getting people killed over in, in Afghanistan or coming from Afghanistan and, and a whole bunch of things that have happened ever since he got elected. So he everybody's seeing like, oh man, this guy's pretty bad. And dementia, falling asleep on stage. <clears throat> All these things. And we see that his supporters are slowly moving to Trump's side. They might not admit it, but they're they're going to his side. And they're they're ending up trusting Trump way more now. Biden is here so they can experiment and figure out how hot can they make the pan get until we get tired of it but they'll do it they'll do it slowly so that if we do get tired of it it's not all of us at once so they push and push with the whole vaccine thing knowing that some people are going to get mad then they push and push with the whole black lives matter thing so that they have this side of the of people getting mad and then they push with the cops and and defund this and defund the cops and this and that so that this side of people can get mad or get more like riled up but they don't do something that would make all of us 
get furious and rise up against them. Against, I'm not saying them, like the 13 bloodlines, we wouldn't be able to, that's prophecy, that's in the Bible, so we wouldn't be able to change what they want to do. But for us to go forward and get rid of the president or get rid of the whole political thing and destroy the whole government ways wouldn't be in their agenda. So it wouldn't fit what they're trying to do. Um, they... They like the protests. They like the people protesting and causing chaos and rioting and all these things. But they don't like the revolution. They don't want a re never a revolution. A revolution is when we would all rise up against them. A, a word very close to revelation. They want everyone to have just a little pinch of trust in Trump. So that if he comes back... Or whoever it is that comes back from his family or whatever. He is he is accepted of all. And that's when the great deception really begins to set in. The great deception is a biblical time where it explains there will be so much deception. That people will get sucked into believing a huge false lie. This lie will ultimately lead you to take the mark of the beast and spend time on earth with the antichrist but that's for another episode i got a lot of episodes coming like i said <laughs> so there's two ways you can look at this there's two perspectives in this situation you can be the person who looks at the president of the united states and xi jinping the president of china and putin vladimir putin the president of russia all these people who are supposedly in power, our role models, our leaders, you can see them as heroes and great leaders who, who love you and adore you and they want to put you to bed at night and make sure you're nice and comfy for the next morning. All that good stuff. Or you can be the person who questions the president's every move and asks why would any leader ever want to help me and do things for my benefit when he could keep going the other direction and earn millions for him and his family and eventually be indicted into the history books as a great president regardless of what he does you could look at it one or the other way there really isn't any in-between because it's either good or bad. These people don't give a crap about us and they never will. They know what's coming so they act like they can change the future with talks of climate change and hurricanes and wildfires and how they plan to stop it all but they won't. They won't because they can't. They read the Bible. They know they know that the Bible says the world will get much hotter. It'll get much darker. Much worse. There will be many more earthquakes. And eruptions of volcanoes. And floods. Much more than there already is. It was written way before anyone even thought 
or anyone even could think of global warming or climate change. And they've read it. These 13 bloodlines, they've read it. The thing is, they're on the opposite side of it. They believe that they win at the end. So that's why they do what they do. That's why they keep wanting to do the same thing that has made them and their civilizations go bye-bye every time. The Mayans and the, the Egyptians, they tried the same thing. The one world, the one world, the one world, the one world, one world. Everything is one world, one religion, one one ruler, one governor. They've tried it before. The thing is, is that this time they know that it's the last time and and they've read it they've read the bible but they can never change what's to come and what's to come is the apocalypse the apocalypse man that's going to be a good episode All right, thank you for listening. Thanks again for tuning in. I know there's a lot of different things going on in this one, but you can check me out. As I always say, you can do your own research, do your own reading, and you'll see it's all there for you to learn. Thank you all again. The next episode is going to be pretty in-depth like this one, so hopefully you guys enjoyed this one and enjoy the next one that's coming out. Good night.